Thank you, Jesus. The time has come for the prophesied end time revival. God is gathering his army from all over the world, from Africa, Asia, North America, South America, Europe. God is gathering his army from all around the world. Join us as God gathers and mobilizes his army, even for the prophesied end time revival. God bless you, even as we listen to today's message. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. We give you all the glory. Lord, we bless you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Thank you, mighty Jesus. Thank you, mighty Jesus. Rekete payanda la basso telebra sontelia. Errekete posson telebababa. Masinta elesa taya batsu preketelia baduk shekababa. Oh Lord, we bless you. We bless you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the adoration. We receive, receive all the praise. Thank you, Jesus, for a time like this in your presence. Thank you, Jesus, for a time like this in your presence. Mm. We glorify you, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. We say all glory, we say all honor, adoration be unto you in the name of Jesus. We give you all, yeah, yeah, the glory. We worship you, our God. You are worthy to be praised. Lord, we worship you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, thank you, Jesus, for opening the eyes of your people. Uh, tonight, we ask that, Lord, you make yourself very manifest in the midst of your people tonight in the name of Jesus. Open our eyes, speak to us, clarify things that we may understand and know that which you are for us in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I welcome us all again to God's presence tonight. In Talabush, Ekebra Sutesha, Baba. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we bless you. Say our glory and honor be unto you. And tonight, um, the Spirit of God will be uh, speaking to us on a very peculiar topic. The ministry of the watchman. The ministry of the watchman. The ministry of the watchman. Um, I'm very sure that this is not uh, the first time that some of us are hearing about this kind of ministry. The ministry of the watchman is a popular ministry. It's, it's, it's something that people have spoken about here and here. But tonight, God wants us to look into what we call the ministry of the watchman. It's a peculiar topic. Um, 
Generally, most of us are watchmen over wanting or the other uh, in our lives, in our families. Uh, you know, some of us, are, we are watchmen over our families. Most mothers are watchmen over their families. Uh, most, most, most wives are watchmen over the ministry of their husbands. Most husbands are stand as a watchman over their family, uh, over their church. But you see, um, when we talk about watchmen generally, aside from all these general meanings, in the body of Christ, there is what we call the ministry of the watchman. When we talk about the watchman or, or, or the watchman, the watchman belongs particularly to uh, a particular calling or a particular ministry in the body of Christ. And that is the ministry of the prophet, the ministry of the prophet. And so most times when you hear about the ministry of uh, the watchman, generally in Nigeria, in America, and most uh, the, the, the body of Christ you know, worldwide, you know, when they talk about the ministry of the watchman, they refer to the ministry of the prophet as a watchman. The prophet is called to be a watchman. The prophet is called to be a watchman. This is one dimension of the ministry of the prophet that most people have not uh, been able to speak about, understood, or uh, be able to properly expatiate for people to understand. I'm trusting that the Spirit of God will be op opening eyes tonight to help us understand exactly what the ministry of the prophet looks like. For thus said the Lord, go and do the assignment I've called you to do. For the ministry of the watchman has been given unto you, my prophet. For I have assigned to you a metron. I have assigned to you a metron. For as a prophet, there is somewhere I am giving you to God. There is a possession I have called you to watch over. There is a field. I'm literally seeing a field right now where that, uh, that, that you, as if you have been assigned a field as a prophet. That you have been assigned to watch over. For this is the assignment that God has given unto you as a prophet. There is a metron. There is a field. There is a, there is a site that God has given you to watch over. This will be your garden. This will be your uh, uh, arena. This will be the area God has given you to watch over. And as long as you watch over that area and, and that arena, the glory of the Lord will be established in that area. And the people of God will see you as a messenger of the Lord. And then they will listen to your message because they have now discovered that you have been assigned as a watchman even over their lives. See the Lord of hosts. Peace be unto you. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Okay, so let us quickly go into the world to discuss what the ministry of the watchman looks like. Um, generally, when we talk about the ministry of the watchman, one of the uh, scriptures that come to our mind is the ministry of Ezekiel. I want us to quickly look at the ministry of Ezekiel in Ezekiel chapter 3 from verse 16 to 19. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 16 to 19. Okay, it says, And it came to pass at the end of seven days that the word of the Lord came unto me, that's Ezekiel, saying, Son of man, Ezekiel is a prophet, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word 
at my mouth and give them warning from me. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness, not from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. So you can see God assigning to Ezekiel here a ministry of a watchman. He said, hear a word at my mouth and deliver that word. Hear a word at my mouth and deliver that word. Give them a warning from me. So this is the ministry of the watchman. This is the ministry of the watchman. God gives the, the watchman uh, 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 the prophet, the ministry of the, of the watchman, he gives him a certain metron, a possession to, 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 to watch over. Um, uh, in this case, in the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel was given the house of Israel. As with every prophet, Ezekiel was given the house of Israel to watch over. Isaiah was called a prophet unto nations, not just a prophet to Israel. His metron is, is filled that he was called to watch over was uh, the, 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 the sphere of the nations. So when you are called to the office of a prophet, or when you want to understand the ministry of the prophets, you know, the style that we used to teach here is that we teach generally. You know, sometimes some messages are general, and then sometimes some messages are for some particular people in the army of God, uh, maybe the leaders or some particular uh, uh, particular portion of the army in which it is important not only for them to understand the word of the Lord, but for even uh, every other person in the body of Christ to also understand so that they are able to be able to properly relate with uh, with with that particular part or that particular portion or that particular function in the body of Christ. Tonight, God, hmm, is putting emphasis on the ministry of the prophet as a watchman. Generally, we understand what the watchman is. A watchman is one who has been given a mandate to watch over a property, a field, a, 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 an asset, you know, uh, 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 an asset, a, 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 a possession, and to watch over. You know, sometimes in kingdoms those days, they put them upon a watchtower, and their assignment primarily is to watch over the people of God. That is the assignment. So most of the time, uh, when God calls a prophet, just like you see him do to uh, Ezekiel here, what God gives them is the ministry of the watchman. You know, when we talk about the ministry of a prophet, most of the time, uh, we only talk about them seeing visions, prophesying, uh, giving the word of the Lord, predicting the future, knowing the word, having the word of knowledge, knowing the past and the present. But we do not understand the purpose of why they are doing these things. You know, when you read the book of um, uh, Deuteronomy, chapter 13, verse 1 uh, and 2, you know, the Bible begins to tell us that uh, the, the prophets are giving signs and wonders, you know, and that 
uh, their signs and wonders is when they speak the word of the Lord. And if this word of the Lord comes to pass, you know that surely this person is a prophet. That is the sign of the prophet. That is the wonder of the prophet. And when these words come to pass, it causes you to be able to believe that surely the message of the prophet is truly from God. So because of that, every prophet is giving a message. In the Old Testament, because they were assigned to the government or to the nation of Israel, Israel was a nation then, most of the time they may not carry the Bible to preach, no, but they deliver the message of God, you know, uh, by the word of the Lord, by the word of the Lord. Now, but in the New Testament, you know, prophets operate via the scriptures, via the scriptures, as you can see, um, in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, God did not only give us prophets, he gave us apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministries, not to, to, to raise the body of Christ in the knowledge of God, in the knowledge of God, in the knowledge of God. You see that in Ephesians chapter 4, you know, from verse 11, 12, 13, the Bible says that until we grow into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the, uh, the stature of the, uh, of the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So the, the prophet is, uh, is also called, along with the other fivefold ministry, to bring about knowledge, understanding. And that is understanding in the word of God. In the word of God. And so usually the signs and wonders, when you see prophets prophesying, just like in the Old Testament, prophets still prophesy, they give the word of the Lord uh, to the people. They declare the mind of God to the people. But when they do this, um, when they do this and declare the mind of God to the people of God, and the words come to pass, that is a sign, that is a wonder. And when it comes to pass, you know, it proves to us that surely this is a prophet. This is a prophet, you know. When you, the word of the Lord come to pass, you know that this is a prophet, and so his message is truly what God is saying. You know, his message is truly a message from God. That is what prophets do. And so you see prophets, there are different kinds of prophets, but in all, you see prophets, they prophesy, some of them say deceive visions, some of them have dreams, some of them meet angels, some of them enter trances, you know, some of them operate in these signs and wonders and giftings. Some of them predict uh, the future, some of them talk about the government, some of them prophesy that, oh, this person is going to die, some of them tell us in 13 months' time, uh, this and this will happen, some of them tell us, you know, the ministry of the prophet is a very powerful ministry. It's a very powerful ministry. You know, some of them can come and they may not even be talking about what will happen in the future. Some of them will not talk about the next uh, president of Africa or Nigeria or Asia. You know, they may not talk about that. Some of them may operate in the world of knowledge. They may talk about what your name is, uh, who your father was, where you were living, you know, the, the, the secrets of your heart. The Bible talks about uh, secrets of the heart. In the book of um, Second Corinthians, that's another dimension of the operation of the prophetic. You know, in the New Testament, it's not just predicting the future. In the New Testament, there is there are those who also operate in the world of knowledge. Even in the Old Testament, Elisha operated in the world of knowledge. But there are different kinds of prophets, and they operate in different ways. Some of them will operate by by uh, verbal prophecies. They will hear the word of the Lord. Some will see the word of the Lord. Some will decree the word of the Lord. But the word of the Lord will always come to them. However, 
one of those things that is not uh, people have not come to understand, you know, and what makes prophets different from prophets is that, you know, they don't just come out and begin to prophesy. Yes, it is true that they predict, they prophesy, and when the, the, the word of the Lord comes to pass, or the word of knowledge is accurate, we confirm that this person is a prophet. We confirm that this person uh, is, 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 is truly from God. It's true. However, uh, each prophet is called to be a watchman. He doesn't just prophesy the future. He doesn't just predict the future. If you are called to be a prophet here, you will notice that uh, over a period of time, there is a consistency in the way that God has been leading you. For example, if God is calling you to predict the future, you will notice that it will be in a particular sphere. A sphere here, you know, in Hebrew, is called the word metro. There is a particular metro, is it Hebrew or Greek, that God is giving you. You know, so examples, there are some prophets that they are called to prophesy into uh, the government of nations. They, they prophesy about the coming elections. They prophesy about the uh, president, about people, uh, about the leadership of nations. Sometimes they prophesy about the leadership of the church. Some of them can be called to prophesy about the leadership of the church. Uh, they can be prophesy about, about the church in America. Uh, they can talk about the leadership uh, things that will happen there. They can talk about um, the running of the government. They can talk about, for example, um, they can talk about, for example, um, the crude oil or a new mineral or a new uh, raw material or a new something. They can talk about um, judgment that is coming upon a nation. Their, their scope can be national. Their scope or metron can be international. God can be calling you to be a prophet and you're prophesying your visions, your dreams may never pass, uh, let's say, Ogun State or Africa or Texas or wherever God has called you to. Meanwhile, some of people, God will only call them to prophesy about their church. That will be their metron, the church that God placed them in. They will see things especially about the church, about people in the church and things like that. Every time, it's always about the people of God. So when God calls the prophet to be a watchman, it's always about the people of God. He calls them to watch over the people of God, you know, but uh, uh, he gives them uh, a metron in a particular area for them to watch over. So the question as a prophet, so you don't just predict the future. You don't just prophesy. You don't just declare. You don't just come and say, oh, um, I saw something, I saw that. If you have watched your life as a prophet uh, over a period of time, you will notice a pattern. You will notice a direction. You will notice um, a peculiarity. For example, you, you may notice that um, most of the time you are called to, to uh, predict you know, uh, what is in the future. You may not be able to change it. You are, just, you are just able to prepare people for it. Sometimes your own, you are able to promise and declare, cancel uh, or rebook things, destroy uh, the works of the enemy. Your own might be to destroy the works of the enemy. Your own might be more of in the line of intercession to intercede for nations, you know, to, to, to cause the plan and the will of God to align, you know, to intercede and see everything work together. For maybe for the nation of Africa or for the nation of America or for the continent of America. Your own can simply be the government. The government. You prophesy about the government, the plans of the government, the things that they have not set out, but in which you can prepare them for. You know, Rejoina, for example, is a prophet. <clears throat> when, um, uh, is it Prebos? You know, uh, I've forgotten his full name. 
you know, was to be exposed in America, who is the chief of staff, I think, for the Trump government or so, you know, who was leaking secrets to other nations. You know, Jimmy Jenner was able to quickly see it and declared it eight hours before it happened, before they caught him, and they caught him eight hours after. Tonight, God is saying that He wants you to understand His way, He wants you to find your metro. If God is calling you to be a prophet tonight, you have been called to be a watchman over something. God has given you his inheritance and he has given you a particular sphere of assignments. You know, some people need to be about healing and miracles. Sometimes bringing solutions to the problems of the people of God. That will be your metro. That will be the area that God is calling you to watch over, to say that people are okay. So I want you to know that when you are predicting the future, or when you are, uh, that is word of wisdom, or when you are uh, knowing the past and present, that which is word of knowledge, when you are seeing visions, which is the sounding of spirit, or you are giving verbal prophecy, which is uh, the gift of prophecy, you know, or, or any combination of this, and you are operating the gift of faith. Because as a prophet, you, you, you cannot move in the prophetic, you cannot really prophesy as, as, uh, without the gift of faith. When you are moving in this gift, I want you to understand that you are moving in all these things, particularly according to a metron, according to a sphere. There is a field that God has called you to watch over. So I'm calling you prophet tonight. What field has God called you to watch over? What field has God called you to watch over? You need to, number one, take a step back and look. Look into the areas that God has been asking you to prophesy. As you, as God been giving you visions, dreams, or prophesying, or trances about other people's lives, is your own metron basically about people's lives? You need to know what you are a watchman over. I know a dreamer, a visionary, that when he dreams, it's usually about the situations in the life of people, their present issues and the solutions to it, the solutions to their problems. Things that are about to happen in the future and, you know, things like that. I know someone who his own vision is more national or international. He sees things about government. He sees things about elections. He sees things about uh, uh, the leadership of the nations. I know somebody who, who <clears throat> sees uh, things about the leadership of the church. What is going to happen to the church in the next five years? What is about to happen? The next stage, or uh, the, the body of Christ in the body of Christ is in the next level. The body of Christ is moving in. Generally, things like that. <clears throat> I know somebody who has a combination of these two two or three things. I know somebody who is not a dreamer. His own his own metron is not in is not in the realm of dreams. He can have dreams, you know. But he can both dream and he can see visions while awake. And he sees visions of, 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 of things that are, are to happen to people. Sometimes he sees solutions, healings, deliverances, miracles for people physically. And I've seen that sometimes God can give you a metron so big that you can, you can pray for people physically, solve solutions, and it expands into seeing into things for governments. Your metron can be wide. It can be wide regionally. It can be wide regionally. Uh, where you can see visions, you know, for maybe just more than just Nigeria, uh, 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 Zambia. You know, you can see for four or five nations. What can call you for, 
one continent. God can call you for uh, four continents. God can call you for the whole world. You know, God can call you to an, an international stage. And sometimes, God can uh, take you further. Take you further. And then, um, He can call you to understand uh, the things that are happening, even more detailed in nations. Maybe when there is going to be an attack in one nation or another nation is about to bring war, there's about to be war in that nation or things like that. Sometimes God can even call you to a matron where it, what he's calling you to is revival. I'm talking especially to prophets tonight. Your matron can be revival. God can only be, can be showing you revivals that are to happen in America, in Asia. Uh, God can be telling you that there will soon be a revival in this particular area and God can even be calling you to, to be an intercessor to see that happen. Sometimes God can call you not to be an intercessor, but just to warn people that this thing is coming. You need to know if your own area is just to warn people that this thing is coming or that this thing, uh, uh, how, how they are to prepare for it, or they should just know and they should be jailed up for it. Sometimes God can tell you that they can do something to even prevent what is coming, but the fact that it is coming, you know? Uh, but sometimes God can even call, tell you to tell them so that they can change it and it will not happen to them. Sometimes what God is telling you is not to even pray, but just to guide, to direct, to, to tell people revelationally this is how it is. So your sphere, your matron, your, your, your field, what God is calling to watch over, you need to understand it. You need to understand how God is asking you to watch over. What God is, God, God is calling you to watch over, this fear. The original dimension, the demographic dimension. Is God calling you especially to young adults? Is God calling you uh, to prophesy to young adults, to churches, to nations? Is God calling you to prophesy to cities? Is God calling you to prophesy to, 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 to kingdoms, to the marketplace? Sometimes God can be calling to prophesy to the stock market. God can be calling you to prophesy to, you know, you need to understand where God is calling you to, your field to the stock market. Sometimes God can be calling you not to prophesy to all these areas. God, your own uh, prophecy can be in the area of, you know, the word of knowledge, the past and the present, to confirm to people that God is in this place. And your own prophecy can be more in that area, bringing physically, uh, deliberate solutions to people's problems or predicting what is about to happen to people but confirming by the word of knowledge. And that would be your own revelational dimension. You know, that would be the dimension. Why some people's dimension is in the world of wisdom, especially your own dimension is in the world of knowledge. Some prophets, their own dimension is, is, is in intercession. So for some people, their own dimension is in demonstration of the power of God. The power of God. You know, they prophesy earthquakes. They raise people back from the dead. They do a lot of miracles, healings, signs and wonders. They are, they are the kind of people that you, you hear they teleport or that uh, uh, they disappear. Your own can be in the area of powerful intercession. You can pray things into being. God tells you that he's about to raise a prophetic army in America, in one area, maybe in Texas, in New York, and then you get into it in prayer, and before you know it, the news of it come to pass. Or that there's about to be a war in one particular place, uh, 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 
God shows you how he's going to begin and then you begin to cancel that thing in intercession and then you hear news that it's cancelled and then you know prophets you need to know your metro God is calling you into the ministry of the watchman but you need to know your metro 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 you need to know the area that God is calling you into number two you need to understand you need to understand you let me say you need to seek God no one you of course you study yourself or two you need to seek God so that God can also show you the greater picture because as much as you see you may not know all for example you may be thinking that you are only a seer but God may be calling you to be both a prophet and a seer you may think that you are only a prophet Meanwhile, God may just be training you as a prophet. Maybe your original calling is the calling of a seer, and the calling of the prophet may dry up soon. You know? So, the, with the ways of God, <clears throat> you need to come to God. So, I need you to understand that your prophesying, your visions, you know, they are not just in a vacuum. They are gifts, they are signs and wonders that operate within a particular sphere, a particular metro that God is asking you to watch over. And when God shows you that metro, <clears throat> you're able to deal with it, guard over it, and see or hear what God is saying or feel self <clears throat> what God is saying. Prophets are in dimensions and you need to know your dimension. Whether God is calling you to just see about, about your church, the problems in the church, the attacks of the enemy against the church, some people, their, their own metron is, is warfare, spiritual warfare. They see the attacks that the enemy is going to be bringing into the church or into the nation, and they're able to stop the attack of the enemy. They know the people that the enemy wants to use. They're able to pray for those people. You need to know your area. You need to understand what area is God calling you to watch over. So if you are a prophet... God will give you a message. You have already said that the calling of the prophets, you know, in one of the earlier messages we preached in this ministry, that the calling of the prophet is uh, to bring the true revelation of the mind of God. The true revelation of a message. What God? What is God saying about the message? And usually, the reason why people believe the prophet is because when the prophet is done prophesying in his... Uh, Metron is fair, you know, as a watchman, he prophesies. People see that his words are coming to pass. They see the operation of his gifts. They see that when he decrees over the Metron, the word of the Lord comes to pass in that Metron. Governments are, 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 are helped. Governments are stopped. Bad things are stopped. Um, people's lives are changed. And simply because the prophet said that this is what God is saying, and it came to pass as what as as the prophet is saying it. Of course, you are inclined to easily believe them, therefore, that the message of the prophet is true. This is the reason why people believe the message of um rejoiner that a revival is coming. Why? Because he prophesies and it comes to pass. This is the reason why we believe many of the prophets, many people believe in Kenneth talking to them and his messages. Why? He prophesies healing, deliverances, and things like that. And it comes to pass, people are healed, people are delivered, and it's easy to believe in this message of faith. 
So I'm not talking about self-acclaimed prophets now. I'm talking about prophets who predict the future and things like that. A full ministry of the prophets. And they have a matron that, that God is giving them to watch over. I want to quickly read some scriptures just to uh, enlighten on what I'm saying. Um, I want us to look at the book of um, Kadesh Shekete Brakubaya Dadabaya. Uh, Amos chapter 3 Amos chapter 3 from verses um, 7 and 8 Amos chapter 3 verse 7 and 8 let me quickly get there Kando Shekete Brasokote Brakubayaba Amos chapter 3 verses 7 and 8 and de 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 Shekete Brasokubayaba now Bible tells us let me read from um, ISV version. <clears throat> it says, Truly, the Lord God will do nothing, he has mentioned, without revealing his purpose to his servants, the prophets. Truly, the Lord God will do nothing, he has mentioned, without revealing his purposes. To his servants, the prophets. So, generally, when God calls the prophet as a watchman, he's calling him to establish his purposes, his will, his mind, his plan over that sphere. He's called to declare, to release, to intercede, or whatever God is calling him to do, to just generally to establish the will of God over that particular sphere. Over that particular sphere. He's called to establish the will of God over that sphere. Another version says, Certainly, the sovereign Lord does nothing. When God wants to establish his will, when God wants to do his mind in a particular sphere, he said, Certainly, the sovereign Lord does nothing without first revealing his plan. Do you see that? To his servant, the prophets. And then that his plan is what you people see as you know, a prophet coming to predict and say, uh, there is going to be uh, crude oil scarcity in, 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 in the next five months. Or in 1978, uh, or in, uh, let me just use the future now, uh, in the year 2025, you know, the president of Nigeria will be this, will be that. You know, generally, God reveals his plan. And it is his plan that uh, prophets declare. Prophets declare. It is, in fact, part of his plan and purposes that you see that a prophet is operating in word of knowledge, declaring the past and the present, saying that this is what God is saying, this is what God is moving, and uh, this is what God is wanting to be done. And when a prophet says all those things, you know, they, they, they say, this is your name, your name is this, your name is that, uh, your name of your father is this, that's uh, the word of knowledge. You know, but they say that so that you can believe them when they tell you the plan of God and say, okay, now that I've told you the name of your father, the name of your... that's why you see sometimes you see a prophet tell you that, okay, you are struggling with this, you are struggling with that. Okay, the doctors have told you that there is no way you can recover from this. I'm telling you as a servant of God that in 10 days' time, the sickness will be gone. And they're like, ah, hey, I, I want to believe you, sir, but then you say, the prophet will now say, ah, you, so you don't believe me. Okay, let me tell you something. Your name is Kende. Uh, 
you have five children. Uh, you married in this particular month. Your bed is, by the time they say a lot of stuff like that, you believe immediately that surely God is the one speaking to this person. And therefore what? That the plan and the purpose which you just, God just said, this is my plan for you. You believe in it and you know it will come to pass. You know it will come to pass. So the Lord will not do anything in that particular sphere unless he informs you about it. He shows you about it so that when it happens, you're able to uh, you're able to make reference to it. You can declare the word of the Lord. You can declare the mind of God. You can declare the mind of God. You can declare the mind of God. Let me open to another scripture. Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Sorry, Abakok. Abakok. Chapter 2. From verses 1 to 3. Abakok chapter 2, from verses 1 to 3. Abakok chapter 2, from verses 1 to 3. He says, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower. This is a prophet, Prophet Abakok, talking. Now, did God come to Abakok and say, I'm setting as a watchman? We didn't say anything like that. But because he's a prophet, he understands that there is a ministry given to him. He is called to be a watchman over a particular sphere. Yes, he's declaring the word of God, of the Lord. He has a particular message of ministry. Because you see, your, the, the dimension of the metron that God is calling to watch over will depend on the message he's calling you to declare and the ministry he's giving you. If God is calling into an international ministry of God, of course, your metron will be international. You will be called to be a watchman over the international body. But if God is calling locally, your metron will be local. So, generally, you can see, nowhere did God call Abakok and say, I'll set you as a watchman. But because Abakok is a prophet, because Abakok is a prophet, you see, he said in Abakok chapter 2, he said, I will stand upon my watch. Prophet, I'm asking tonight. What is your watch? Have you been given a metron? Do you know what metron that God has given you to watch over? He said, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and we watch to see what he will say unto me and what I, you see that, is watching to see what God will say because he knows that God will speak. He knows that God will talk. And we watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. What I shall answer when I am reproved. So, generally, a prophet has a veteran and he has the obligation to not just, not just wait for God to speak about things in that metron. Sometimes he can come to God and say, God, what are you saying? You already know your metron, your area. You can come to God and de demand. Of course, when I say demand, you cannot force God to speak. But you can request from God and say, okay, yeah, I already know this is my metron. For example, if God is calling you to the metron of um, our government and, you know, uh, things are happening that you don't understand, you can come to God and say, God, what is happening? This and this is happening. What do you say about this? Since that is your metron, this is that, that is your area, that is what God is calling you to watch over. You can do like Habakkuk. He said he will watch to see what God will say unto him and how he will answer when he is reproved. 
God will speak unto you because it is your natural. And the Lord answered me, that's verse 2, and said, you see why? You see that the Lord answered him because it is what? His metron. You need to know what your metron is. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision. So he is a seer. Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. That he may run that, that readeth it. He said, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak and not like this is God that we read in the book of Amos chapter 3, 7 to 8, saying that, that the Lord cannot do anything without revealing his servants, his secrets or his secrets or his plans or his purposes to his servants, the prophet. This is God revealing to Habakkuk. God showed him a vision and he said, For this vision is yet for an appointed time. You see, this is his plan. This is what God does to the prophet. He gives him his purposes, his plan, his will. He said, but at the end, it shall speak. You see that, and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. This is the ministry of the prophets. This is the ministry of the watchman. This is the ministry of the watchman. So you need to know, what is God calling you to be? What is God calling you to do? Thank you, Jesus. 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 Lord, we bless you for tonight. We thank you for revealing your word. We thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding. So if you are a prophet, for example, like uh, Kenneth Hagin is a prophet, God is calling him to bring the message of um, our faith to the body of Christ. But as a prophet, you know, how would, you know, it was one that brought the word of faith, this strange message of the word of faith, where people talk about prosperity, that you confess the word of God for healing. You know, it was one that restored it to the body of Christ. Before him was Wigo's word, but I'm speaking more of Kentagin as a prophet now. God used Kentagin to restore that message to the body of Christ. But the word of faith is not something that is easily accepted, even now. But why is it that it is accepted even generally, you know, everywhere, and when it first came out? Because Hagin was a prophet. We had to, to find a way to believe that this is this dimension of the message, this version of faith that, that Hagin is introducing. How do you know it is from God? And the way Agin was able to establish that was that he was a prophet. He was able to bring uh, 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 evidence that this is the word of the Lord. And so we can believe that God is the one speaking through him. It's a strange message though, because prophets are called to bring strange messages. Tonight, I need us to understand that prophets are called to bring strange messages. And that this message they bring are usually the true revelations of that topic or that subject for the body of Christ. So Agin was called to bring the true message of the word of faith for the body of Christ. If without Agin, faith will not be, even be a topic of discussion. Prosperity, healing, and most of the things that uh, people have uh, misunderstood or mispreached or misrepresented will not even be a topic to be discussed in the body of Christ. Without um, somebody like um, Apostle John Suleiman, deliverance will not be a, a, a topic 
that uh, people are even listening to properly in the body of Christ. Without um, somebody like uh, Kenneth, uh, okay, let me say rejoiner, the message of revival and the coming of uh, the coming of revival to the worldwide revival uh, and the raising of God's end time, I mean, will not be something that people consider. Apostles, restoration of apostles, uh, they are, that they are apostles, modern apostles, that they are modern prophets, will not be a topic we, we believe in because it's a strange message. But it will not be a topic we believe in, even not for the ministry of uh, the prophet Bill Ammon in, in America. Generally, prophets are called to restore strange messages. We can, we can, we can put it down that way. They are called to restore strange messages. They are called to restore lost messages, messages that we have lost, but that they are actually the true revelation, the true understanding, the true versions, the mind of God, the true versions, you know, for the church as touching those messages. And for, in order for us to understand and believe that message, the only way to believe it is when God has, has called you as a prophet to confirm that truly is one that is speaking through you. That this message you are bringing is truly you, is truly God. I'm truly the one that is sending you to speak it to the body of Christ, to, to deliver this message to the body of Christ. And so to do that, God gives you a, a metron to watch over as a prophet. He gives you prophetic gifts to prophesy, to predict the future, so that as those things come to pass, as the warning come to pass, as the declarations come to pass, we are able to be sure that, no, surely, this person is a prophet of God, and surely this strange message that he has brought, whether it's deliverance, his faith, or whatever, you know, is truly God that has sent him to speak it out. He is truly a, a prophet of God, and God is actually speaking to him. This is truly a message from God. That is the ministry of the prophets. So you see, Kenetagin is bringing the message of faith. God gave him the metron of power. You see, he's bringing solutions to people's life, but his metron is especially in the area of demonstration of power, and especially over the nation of America. His prophecies and visions, most of the time, do not surpass the nation of America. You know? Does not surpass, most of the time, the nation of America. You know, the other prophets, for example, now, we have a... Um, um, Apostle Johnson Suleiman, whose metron is in the area of bringing solutions to people's problems. Not just healing, not just deliverance, but generally solutions. So his metron is in the area of solutions to people's problems, generally. And he's doing that worldwide. You know, there is Prophet Hubert Angel, who is not is more of restoring prosperity and health to people. And he's not just doing that on a local level, he's also doing that in the area of the government. So his metron is not just in solutions to everyday problems in the people's lives. He's also his metron even enters into the the global realm, the corporate realm. You know, prophesies into government, into leadership, and things like that. So you need to know your metron. His own prophecy is even entering internationally, and it is because of this metron and his success in prophesying into that metron, establishing and protecting the will of God in that metron that most of us believe in. Angel, most of us believe in Apostle Joseph Suleiman, most of us believe in Kenneth Hagin. So you need to know your metron as a prophet. This is the dimension that is not you don't really hear often preached in the body of Christ. You know, but tonight I need you to understand it. You need to take do an assignment, sit down as a prophet. Or if you are listening to a prophet, you need to at least with all that we have said tonight, understand, you know, it will be easy for you to be able to look at a prophet and understand his metron. 
understand i.e. that he, as a watchman, you know, what matron is he called to watch over? What matron is he called to establish the will of God? Make sure that the will of God is being preserved, is being protected. A watchman is called to protect a certain uh, matron. So what, what, what matron is he called to protect? So I believe that God has been able to open our eyes tonight. Thank you, mighty Father. So you need to know your message, number one, as a prophet, and then number two, you need to know your metron, the metron that God is calling to watch over as a watchman. Only then, when you prophesy, will it make sense to you as a prophet or as the person listening to a prophet. And you'll be able to see consistency. When God is calling you and you are prophesying internationally, you will understand your metron. You will know what you are watching over. And uh, it will not be strange to you. This is what God is calling you to do. This is what your ministry, uh, part of your ministry involves as a prophet. So tonight, God has opened our eyes. And I trust that uh, as, as a prophet, you will not, not remain the same. You will grow from strength to strength in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless us all tonight. Our lives will never remain the same. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. And um, I pray that whether you are a prophet or prophetic or uh, you are other parts of the body of Christ and you will be able to understand and utilize this ministry of the watchman, this dimension of the ministry of the watchman of the prophet. Uh, God bless us all in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen.